What's up? It's Agent26 of Agent26Beats.com, and I am back with episode 10 of the Turning Artists into Entrepreneurs podcast. If you're listening to this, thank you so much. I so appreciate you tuning in to another episode. We hit number 10. Um, it means it's been 10 weeks I've been doing the podcast. I am just as shocked as you are. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm really happy that uh, everyone's been listening and I've gotten some great feedback and the people that have uh, enjoyed it. Thank you again so much. Um, without further ado, let's get into today's topic or topics rather. Uh, I really want to talk about a few things. Uh, if you listen to the last episode or have been following me on social media, uh, you know I have my uh, meetup um, where I, that I host uh, in Los Angeles um, through BeatStars. And I always uh, hear different, you know, questions each time. Uh, people present, you know, unique issues, of course. But every every meeting, there's about three or four things that are always talked about. And I was hoping that maybe I could touch base on them. And maybe you as a listener are going through those issues yourself. Maybe I can clear some of them up. So um, without further ado, one of the main major issues that I think uh, I had to deal with the most was people worrying about getting ripped off. This is a really, really broad topic, but I think the specifics, there are things that you can do. So if you are an artist and you are concerned about getting ripped off, I cannot stress the importance of getting a lawyer or a um, entertainment lawyer, a, a talent manager, the, the, the kind of people that you can have in your circle that can help you. If you're dealing with big budgets, if you're dealing with you know tour dates and performing at you know the biggest venues and in the largest places what you want to do is get around people that can teach you and guide you and help you learn uh, the, the best thing to do is get into a good environment to nurture what you have now if you do not have that environment and you are not surrounded by the best talent agents or lawyers or managers when a deal is presented to you when someone offers to sign you to their label when someone offers you a a work for hire or whatever the case may be, you have the obligation and, and you have the opportunity to go and hire an entertainment lawyer. I highly suggest going and, you know, going on Yelp or Google and looking up people that are in your area. There are there are entertainment lawyers that will take you on. Now, they're not going to do a quid pro quo, okay? You're not going to get it for free, but you can get someone there. And if there is big money on the table, you can't protect your neck. As uh, as I like I like to say, so uh, please, 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 man, get 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 your legal services together. Most things aren't going to be catastrophic if you don't know this or don't know that. But I highly recommend self education um, as an artist, so that you can be a business person, know what people are doing with your money, know where your money's coming from, and how you are supposed to get it. Uh, as a producer. Uh, which was mainly at the meetup. I heard a lot of things about, you know, artists stealing beats and, um, you know, uh, people having issues with sample clearance. Uh, I, I put this out on Instagram today and on Twitter. I, I can't stress this enough. If you are a music producer, you do not have to clear your own samples. That is the responsibility of the artist and or their label when they're um, publishing that work. It is their responsibility to go and get it. Now, I always advise, if you are a producer, do not sample James Brown. Do not sample Sade. I know those are amazing artists. But sampling someone who is dead or sampling someone who is 
you know, majorly, majorly successful and recognizable, it, it's just bad news. The, 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 an artist that's in, independent is not, they, they may not even want to take the chance on that beat or have the budget to clear a sample of that size. If you're going to sample, that's fine, but try to avoid being Kanye. Don't sample five, you know, uh, don't, don't sample like Otis Redding, uh, Thelonious Monk, James Brown, in uh, in a bunch of R and B singers, Luther Vandross, like that, it's too much, okay? And, and you are messing with your splits when that happens. So I would advise against oversampling or sampling major art. Now, if you buy a pack online, there's several sites where people sell, you know, drum kits, sound kits, loops. That stuff is totally fine because you know, it, it, to me, it's just good business. If I go and I get a placement off of a um, a loop that I that I have made to me that's good business. That's a relationship with someone that who may not have even known me. I, I was just an extra twenty dollars in their PayPal account, but now we've developed a relationship because I've sampled from this producer and I, I hit him up through their email. Say, hey man, look, I have a major label deal on the table. Just wanted you to know I use one of your loops. Here's the loop. How can we move forward um, so we can both get paid? In my opinion, that I'm helping someone else make money, which is the most amazing thing you can do in this industry if you want to make money yourself is help others make their own cash. So I I look at sampling as an opportunity to help multiple people get paid. I don't look at sampling as, oh, it's, uh, you know, I'm cheating the system or I'm not going to get all my money. 50% of something is better than 100% of nothing. You know, I I, I don't, like if they're they're giving you three uh, royalty points, on a record, you have to split that down the middle. I'll take my one and a half, especially if we just made Bodak Yellow, okay? If we just made Uptown Funk together, my one and a half will be just fine. I, I don't understand um, that whole thing. But every 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 meeting I have, a producer will get up and be like, I'm worried that they're going to rip me off because I sampled or it's going to keep me from getting placements. Unless an artist is specifically requested that you don't sample, some do, but you have to roll with the punches. Some, it's if, if that's the case, you may have to say, "Hey, man, look, I, you know, I usually sample as a producer. That's kind of my my thing and my style. You know, um, I promise you that this this I didn't sample a Big Sean song that was just on the radio, but uh, <laughs> it's my thing. It's like, all right, well, you know, I don't really want I don't really want to hear your stuff. You got to take that L and move on. You know, it's, it is what it is. So uh, accept that and, and work with that and understand that that shouldn't be the thing that deters you. Um, if you're worried about an artist, uh, or if you're worried about a producer, rather, whatever the case may be, stealing your beats, um, stealing your songs. As soon as you make something, you have a copyright to that thing. As soon as you make it and it's, it, it's on your, your hard drive and it is creative, you have rights to that entity, to that work. It is now a thing. It's tangible. It can be heard, bought, sold, and distributed. It's a thing. So... You have copyright over that that um, that product, right? So I'm gonna make this very clear. You already own it. That's one. Two. Uh, if someone were to, were to take your uh, your work and then reproduce it and it blows up, by the way, you'd only really care about it if it did blow up because you're not you're not gonna go chase someone down for fifty five dollars. So if it's huge, it's a huge song. Odds are you know about it. Uh, your girl knows about it, you've heard it, whatever the case may be. So when when that happens, you can actually file a DMCA, believe is what it's called, and you can you email somebody up and be like, hey, look, um, this is my record. 
uh, or excuse me, this is my beat. Uh, I don't have a lease agreement from you. I don't have exclusive rights purchased um, for, for you so you can have this beat. So if you don't cut me in on the money that you're currently making, I'm going to file this DMCA and I'm going to take it down. And typically when people have uh, thousands of dollars on the line, potentially millions and touring because a record blew up so big, they're going to want to clear that song with you. So especially if a lease is only $29.99. So I think... You know, you are protected, and this isn't something to stress about. Make your beats, put your music out. Content is is king in this industry, and you are doing yourself a disservice each and every time you don't put out your best work. Don't put out your crap beats, because you're worried somebody's going to steal your good ones. Put them all out, and let people consume the work, and know that you are protected, and you can file things in case you feel like you aren't. Um, Another thing, too, sending out emails. Uh, If you work with someone who's overseas or who's across the country or they're just next door and you're lazy. Uh, <laughs> when you send out an email to someone, you can actually write up your own terms and agreements, terms and conditions, whatever you want to call it. And in that PDF document, you can put down you know, your IPI number, your publishing info, things to make sure that uh, it is known in, in writing that when people take out of this email folder, if they if they withdraw something out of this email folder, they are um, now uh, I shouldn't say part of a contract, but they are necessarily they're acting it within rights to what you within the writing. So what that means is it might take something if you have it. Well, anything taken out of this folder means that so, such and such party or entity is subject to fifty percent of the publishing of this or this or this. If that's being said in the writing. As soon as they take something out of it, they're now in that contract. They're not in that writing. So if you're worried about when you send like a batch of beats out to a, to a major artist or an indie artist, put you know write, write up your own agreement. There's plenty online. Google them. Do the research about what the protections are and then start sending it. Um, and you'll start to see <laughs> who really wants to do business with you versus who doesn't. Um, it wasn't long ago I, I, I had a gentleman that I was working with, I worked for a uh, major label. I will not say the label's name um, on, on the podcast, but if you hit me up in person, I'll let you know who it was. Uh, <laughs> but um, anyway, so I, I was sending the guy, you know, stuff from time to time, and then I kind of learned from another producer about making sure that you protect your neck and ha- have your, your your stuff together. And so I had, had the terms and, and conditions written up. Uh, saying if you take this, you know, Agent 26, blah, 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 have all my stuff together. And I started sending beats out with this on it, and I started noticing I got less and less of a response. And some people would say, well, hey, Nick, like, if I put this in there, one, I scare away people who want to work with me. And I say, well, if you did, that person probably didn't want to pay you for your work anyway. Right? So don't be afraid to 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 worry about the money first when you're sending out a pack because you don't know what people do when they're in studio. Some artists go to studios and they don't even have a beat or anything written. They're just going into the studio because they know they want to work. Send that beat over. If, 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 it's a, if it's a zip folder, put your terms and conditions inside that zip. You don't have to put it in the body of the email. Don't, you know, don't be annoying, but put in that terms and conditions. And if something is placed, if something is cut for a record, and, they, and they're like, oh, well, you know, we just we just grabbed something, man. I hope you didn't mind. I'm like, I believe uh, there's an attached terms and conditions, sir. And uh, you need to make sure that you read that and understand the rights, rules, and regulations that come with it. 
So I think it's very important to The answer is yes. Yeah, you will. You're going to scare away people who don't want to pay you. So don't, don't be afraid of that. If you're in a position where you know, you're going to send out a pack of, of beats to someone uh, or, or whatever the case may be, put your terms and conditions inside that zip folder that you're going to send. And you don't have to put in the body of the email and be obnoxious, like I said, but you can make sure that you put um, that in there. So when they open it, boom, they take something out. They want to cut a record for it. And they're like, oh, hey, man, uh, you know, we just wanted to uh, put this together real quick. Um, you know, I hope you don't mind. You know, we didn't really get anything together. I'm like, oh, you may not have looked out for me, but I looked out for myself. That's a cool thing to say to yourself. Don't actually say that to another person that's corny. But you get the point. Like, you, you know that you've looked out for you. You're like, well, hey, my paperwork's already in there. So start filling it out. There's a place for you to sign, blah, blah, send it back to me. We have the record in writing. And you just have to be about your business, man. Like That's the best way I can put it is be about your business. Be educated. Be a smart business person. Don't don't walk around here thinking everybody's going to take care of you. People stop wiping you behind after you got out of diapers. So no one's going to walk up behind you and make sure that you take care of you. Um and the last thing, man, uh, that I want to touch on is just, you know, staying you know, mentally strong and just being tough in the industry. Um, there's a lot that you um, are not in control of. There's a lot that you are in control of. And I think focusing on the things that you are in control of and just what your output can be will be so much more beneficial to you being successful. Uh, don't worry too much about the negatives or what could go wrong, the things that, um, you know, uh, the pitfalls that people have had. Learn, don't get me wrong, learn lessons, like read, study while going on YouTube, like study the people who have come before you and, and, and achieve success that you'd like to. See what they've done, try to embody their principles. But I, I strongly encourage you to just be mentally tough, man, and understand that, you know, it's going to be, you know, a seven to 10 year, you know, grind if you're really going after it. And I do mean really going after it, not... You know, I kind of, you know, I only make, you know, things when I feel like yeah, this is kind of a hobby for me. But like people who are really putting their blood, sweat and tears in, man, like it's I don't get hung up on any one thing I'm creating because my whole responsibility as, as a creator is to create. So I don't get hung up on any one beat or song or website or you know domain that I've bought. Like none of that stuff matters. It's strictly about just the process, like to be engulfed and enveloped in the process. Like when I, when I host these meetups, I think the biggest weakness I see from people is that they are not in the process. Um, they struggle to speak out, speak up for themselves and speak out to people. They struggle to network and they don't love the process. Everyone's asking questions about placements, but they're not asking questions about the process. And I, if I can drill it down to anybody who listens and one person gets it, like, fall in love with the process, man. And the process is the learning. The process is the creating. It's the making the mistakes. Like, I cannot advocate enough that, like, if you have a thirst to learn, like, you're going to be better than someone who's more talented than you. Legitimately. Like, if you seriously have a thirst to learn about the business, learn about the music, obviously the music has to be high quality then you will outwork and outdo that person who was playing keys in church and has a story like like 85 different versions of Beethoven. Like, 
you can beat that person. You just have to get to the spot before the genius does. And I don't think mental toughness is talked about enough, um, but I think it goes hand in hand with mental health and taking care of you. Um, there's going to be a lot of people that are better than you in the industry and a lot of people that are more talented than you, want more well-connected. But if that guy's waking up at 10 o'clock in the morning and I'm getting up at 5, I have more of my day to catch up to him and beat him than he does. So um, a lot of his mental toughness, man. Like, I know people got kids, they got school, they got work, they have wives. You know, people's lives are complicated and complex. But I, I truly feel, feel like if you are disciplined and you fall in love with the process of doing and learning and creating, then there is no, there's no place that you can't get to in this industry. It may take a while, but that's why you care about the process, not the destination. So that's all I wanted to share with you guys for this episode. I hope you enjoyed episode 10. Um, please keep feeding me suggestions, letting me know what you think. Um, also too, if you're listening to this on like iTunes, um, I didn't know this was a thing, but, um, give me, give me a, a five-star rating, um, on the app or give me a thumbs up on whatever it is you listen to. So more people can get some of this information. I feel like this podcast is going to be one of those things that like, I'll be on episode like 30 and some like that's when it'll, it'll like blow up huge and then people will like go back to like episode five like wow he was saying all of this like so uh please give it a thumbs up i would love for people to come along the ride and, and learn more and more and more so um thank you guys so again for so much for listening uh as always if uh, you have any suggestions comments or questions about anything in the episodes uh, hit me up on social media at agent 26 official across all platforms and um, also, you can email me at agent26theproducer at gmail.com. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.